Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome back, guys and gals and all of our podcast pals. We are so glad that you yeah, are off. back with us. Oh, we're showing off. And we are wrapping up our discussion on Talk It Out. Talk It Out, yes. Um, <clears throat> we started with um, off by saying we had four um, key components, elements, if you will, um, to the importance of communication, time. Week one, we talked about time. Week two, we talked about tone and included a little bit of temperature in that. And last, last week, week mm-hmm. we talked about technique. technique. Mm-hmm. And this week, before we pray, because this is our last episode um, in the month of September, we are going to talk about... Truth. Yes, truth. Truth. And there are so many different ways that people could look at truth. So let's go ahead, unpackage that for the people, dear. I think in court, they say on the Bible, put your hand on the Bible. Do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth? So help you God. And people say, I do. But there was something I learned in in going to school is that various people can look at the same event and see different things. They all see the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's one event, but they all see something different because of their preconceived notions, biases, things like that. So it's one event. Everybody sees something. I ain't going to say everybody, but people can see different things based upon you know where they were standing, uh, perspective, so on and so forth. I said that to say truth um, in our definition that we're going to start off with. It talks about uh, is what I'm saying a truth that lines up with scripture uh, is what is what we're saying or the your spouse or prospective spouse is they say what are they saying to me a truth that I need to hear even if their timing, tone, and technique is off? And lastly, is it possible for me to be teachable in spite of how I feel and apply this truth to my life? I think um, especially um, the first point is what I'm saying, true, that lines up with Scripture. I think a lot of people get caught up in their own truth and not necessarily in biblical truth. Mm -hmm as God sees it. And then that last one, is it possible for me to be teachable? I think that's important for husbands and wives to always allow yourself to be teachable. Your spouse can teach you something. Your your spouse can share a truth with you that helps you just to be a a better person. And sometimes if you're closed off 
to the truth because let's just say maybe their technique and their timing and their tone was off, but what they're saying is actual truth, mm-hmm. um, you may miss um, what you need to grow and to be a better husband and to be a better wife and to be an effective communicator. I know there have been times uh, for me where I would, us, where I would say, you said something to me, uh, correction, and it was true, but I didn't receive it when you said it. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, so I don't know if the timing was off, the tone was off, the technique was off, or if I just was in a state of mind of I don't want to hear what you have to say. I'm not receiving what you have to say at, at that particular point in time. But after uh, some time and allowing the Holy Spirit to convict me, it was like, you know what? What Renee said is she did speak the truth. She did what she said was right. And uh, there have been times where I've had to come back to you and apologize because I didn't receive what you said. And as we've uh, matured and gotten some or have some more uh, years in our marriage, I've learned that, you know, something we always say in this podcast, we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not trying to hurt me. You're not trying to make me look bad. You're not trying to do any of those things that the enemy, you know, any of those thoughts the enemy will try to put in your head. Oh, she's trying to do this or, you know, she's trying to do that. No, we're on the same team. And it took it took me years, if not decades, to understand or realize that you see things I don't see. You perceive things I don't perceive. And I need to accept that because when I'm when you see things and you perceive things and you discern things that I don't, it's to help me, which in turn helps the household, which helps you. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be, the team. yeah, helps the team. And so it would be arrogant, egotistical, whatever words you want to put prideful in there to say, well, my spouse, I'm no, I know it all. You know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you can't go in, into marriage thinking, well, I know it all. I'm always right because you don't know it all. And you're not always right. God gave you a spouse for a reason. You asked and prayed for a spouse And God gave you a spouse and some of it, part of it is to show you, you're not always right and you don't know it all. So that's what I wanted to, before we even got to the scripture, I just wanted to share that. Okay. But I think based on what we just said, that's why doing our best to make sure that timing and tone and and technique are on point. Mm -hmm. or as best as we possibly can, then when we apply truth to what we're saying or we're speaking a truth that lines up with Scripture, um, that is going to help make the communication more effective Mm -hmm. if all four of those elements are in place. If the timing is off, again, that may be a reason why the spouse may miss the truth. If the tone is off, the spouse may put up a wall and they can't hear the truth. If the technique is off, same thing. You know, if you're not saying it in an effective way where your spouse can be receptive to it, they may miss 
the truth of what you're saying. So I think it's important to be very intentional about, you know, when, how you go about saying um, the truth and speaking the truth um, to your spouse and make sure that it's not for selfish gain, Mm -hmm. but it's for the team. It's ideally so that you both win in the end, not so that you win or get your way. Yes. And to start off, like I say, start off, we, we've already gone 10 minutes into mm-hmm. the podcast, but we want to give you a scripture, uh, foundational scripture, John 8, 31 and 32. And this is the King James Version. I'm going to read the King James, and then I'm going to read the NIV because I thought this was interesting. Uh, in uh, my prayer time, the Lord showed me this. King James Version. Then said Jesus to the Jews which believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Okay, same verse, uh, same scripture in the NIV. Uh, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So King James Version says make you free. Uh, NIV says set you free. So in the context of marriage, when we're talking about truth, uh, in my opinion, the difference between make you free and set you free is that sometimes you'll have a conversation with your spouse and they are speaking the truth to you. And it's like, okay, I got it. What you're telling me I'm doing or what you're telling me I'm not doing, um, I can make that correction instantaneously, set you free. Because now I know what I'm doing wrong. Now I know what uh, things I've been saying that um, have been offending to you, my actions, or maybe my body language, whatever it is. There are certain conversations where you have with your spouse where they will point things out to you. Again, this is the truth in context of marriage. Point things out to you. It's like, okay, I can make that change and it's no problem. Now, same, same two people, your spouse can point something out to you but it may take you time to actually make the change that they are looking for. And this is where make you free and the King James uh, comes in. in, Again, this is just my opinion. There's a difference between being set free and being made free. Making you free is a process. And there are some things that we've been married 36 years and I still get toned Correct. Uh, incorrect. I still do that. I'm trying my best uh, when Renee and I have conversations. I try my best to make sure my tone is, you know, acceptable to you. But I still get it wrong. I still get technique wrong. We had this conversation last week sometime. I said we, I tried to have a conversation with, with Renee late at night. She's not a night person. Technique was wrong. What I was saying probably was true, but my whole technique was wrong because I came, I tried to have a conversation with my wife at night knowing she's not a night person. And so technique, wrong. 36 years of marriage, you still get it wrong. You're still, as you talked about earlier in the podcast, we're still learning. We're still, am I teachable? Am I um, learning? Am I willing to say I don't know it all? And am I willing to say, I'm sorry, I missed the mark, I messed up. 
Uh, one of the things that you hear now, everybody's talking about my truth. You need to speak your truth, girl. Oh, you need to speak your truth, bro. Where's that at in the Bible? My truth. Where Somebody showed me this. We take a lot of stuff from the world and we try to you know, conceptualize or scripturalize it and make it fit in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, speak your truth. Right. It, it's not there. And I, I think what that's supposed to mean, and people just have gone totally left field with speak your truth or I got to speak my truth kind of thing. Basically, it's just saying be honest. Now, it's nothing wrong with being honest, making sure that you're doing it at the right time, mm-hmm. the right tone and the right technique, and you're being truthful about your feelings. I feel X, Y, Z. You know, like you just said, conversation we had a week ago, you was being honest. You was truthfully saying something that was on your heart. It was just, just not the right timing and the right technique, but you, but it was, yeah. but it was you, it was you saying how you felt. That's, I think that's what they mean when people say, speak your truth. Instead of just saying, speak your truth, because your truth may not be far from the truth of the word of God. Um, it may not line up with scripture, but if there's something you need to be honest about, be honest about it. Just speak your truth. I think a lot of people, um, that throws all of our points out the window. Speak your truth has nothing to do with timing, has nothing to do with technique. It has nothing to do with tone. It just means basically allows the person to free their mind or speak their mind, you know, tell it like it is. And I think that uh, modern day vernacular has gotten us away from effective communication. Not just effect, in my opinion, not just effective communication, but it's gotten us away from, I don't want to say biblical communication, but understanding that not everything you think or not everything, coming back to the example I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, where there have been studies done where you can have multiple people see the same event, but they see things differently. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to understand that even though you may, it may, you may have, you may, I don't want, I'm trying to think of a proper way to say this. The way you saw it, whatever happened may not necessarily be the way it happened. You just saw it based on your perspective of the event. Even if you are in it, even if it happened to you, you, there's, there's always a way that you can not necessarily or necessarily frame whatever you have to say, but say it in a way where the person who you're talking to will can and will receive what you're saying. Hopefully that made sense. Hopefully that made sense to somebody out there. The, the that, part that I picked up on is that your view is skewed based on your own experience and the way you see things mm-hmm. because we all see things differently. I mean, even you and I haven't been married 36 years. We still, we could be looking at the same exact thing happening and see something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where perception comes into play. So your perception of the truth may not actually be the truth. Yeah, It's just how you perceive it to be. Um, it's like a spouse saying, 
you know, you always, which we talked about last week in technique, that those are words that you shouldn't use, always and never. Or you never, you know, help me with the chores. Or you never tell me you love me. Or you never bring me gifts. Or you never hug me. Or whatever your love language is, you, you just say it to your spouse. And that's far from the truth to say that they never do it or they always do something. Those are extremes. Um, but in your, in your moment of frustration, it may come across to you as true mm-hmm. that they never do it. Or, you know, as, as our son used to say, when he wanted us to buy him something or treat him something when he, <laughs> to something when he was little, he would say, I never had that in a long time. So if you know English, that's, that's improper. You know, it's like to say never and then say in a long time would imply you did have it. So you can't say you never had it. Um, And I think sometimes we go to extremes in our communication when we're frustrated in our marriage. We'll say, you never tell me you love me or you never do this for me or you always give me a hard time. And and that's far from the truth. Mm -hmm. It's like we are just really reaching to get our point across. And we just have to be careful um, about doing that in communication. Ephesians 4.15, it talks about speaking the truth in love. And I think that's something that we, and I'm just speaking for myself, there have been times where I may have said something that was true to you, my wife, but it wasn't in love. It was just, I need to get this off my chest. So I need to tell you about yourself for whatever reason, because I thought that we weren't on the same team and I thought that you was my enemy. And I'm like, no, I'm going to tell Renee that, you know, she ain't all that and blah, 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 blah. I, I was and all And we know that's up. far from the truth because I'm all that and a bag of chips. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, you threw me off with that. Uh, speaking the truth in love, that, that'll that help bring down the number of arguments that you have if what you're saying is in love. And if you take, if you've listened to the previous four weeks and you take that into consideration, the time, tone, technique, timing, I know it's four, and then the truth in love, then we believe, and I'm, I believe that it'll help fortify your marriage. It'll help strengthen your marriage. Um, but it's, these things don't happen overnight. Again, John 8, 31, 32, one version, the King James Version, talks about make, make you free. And in the NIV, it says set you free. So there are going to be times where you may have to have the same conversation uh, with your spouse or with your significant other because they just didn't get it. And there are times where you can't really be mad at them because how many times has God reminded us, oh, you missed the mark on this, whatever this is. And God's like, oh, you missed it again. You missed it again. But God has given us grace. He's given us mercy. And he didn't just, you know, kick us out of the family because we messed up on the same thing. So just give your spouse some grace uh, give them some mercy, show them some mercy because none of us are perfect and we're all striving to become better. Hopefully that's what we're striving for. And I, we always come back to the person 
who you married, more than likely you said God put them in your life. I prayed for this person and God showed me this is going to be my wife. Well, this is your wife. This is your husband. And you just have to make it work. And the best way to do that is speaking the truth and love combined with the techniques or the, th- the techniques we've given, we've given the last three weeks. Okay. All right. So with that being said, we are going to pray and then we are going to close out. I, I want I I want to say this. I I want to um acknowledge um the four T's. It was written by Elisa Pulliam and Authentic Life. So I just wanna uh acknowledge that. I don't wanna say we on here plagiarizing somebody's work. So just to be clear on that. Alrighty. Uh, we're going to pray as we always do at the end of the month, pray for everyone listening to this podcast, and then we will let you go on about your business. So if you have your spouse, if you're near them, grab them, hold them, look them in the eye, say, do you love me? Do you love me? Okay. Or you could pause and grab them. (laughs) Or you could listen now and grab them later and listen again. If you're driving, keep your eyes open on the road. And yeah, keep your eyes open on the road. All right. (laughs) But if you're not, if you just um, posture your heart towards God, wherever you are. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. We thank you for this day, God. This truly is the day that you have made. Help us to rejoice and be glad in it, God. God, you created communication, God. You are a communicating God. Everything that's here, everything that you created was created by communication. You formed the heavens and the earths. You created man. You created the fish in the sea. You created everything, God, by speaking a word, God. God, so help us, God, in our attempts to communicate, to be effective, God, to have the right timing when we're speaking to our spouse, to have the right tone and temperature, to use the right technique, God, and to speak your truth, not what we perceive to be true, but what is true, God. God, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch each and every listener, God, that you would help them to be better communicators, God. God, whether they're married, engaged, or desire to be married, God, just teach them, God, how to speak in an effective way, and to speak in a way that's pleasing to you, God. God, we just want to be pleasing to you in what we say, how we conduct ourselves, how we conduct our marriage, how we walk out the marriage ministry of wife, how we walk out the marriage ministry of husband, God. Help us to do that in a way that is pleasing to you, God. Remind us, God, that we're on the same team that we are not enemies of one another, God. God, that we are connected, that we are united. You created this union, God. You said because 
what one what God put together, let no man put asunder, God, and that there's a power in agreement, God. Help us to get in agreement with our communication, God. God, we thank you that we're more powerful together than we are apart. So help us to do better in our communication, in our love, God, not just in what we say, but God, in what we do and how we listen, God, that's part of communication. Help us to be effective listeners, God, as we spoke today, so that we could still be teachable, so that we could learn from our spouses, God, just to how to be better children of God. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we honor. We thank you. Thank you, God, for helping us to be better more effective communicators in Jesus' name. And Father, I touch and agree with everything my wife just prayed for, everyone she prayed for. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone listening to this podcast, every marriage that's represented from the listeners, from the viewers of this podcast. We thank you for covering their marriage We pray a hedge of protection around their marriage. Cover them right now, Father, as they are learning and growing. We pray that you hide them from the enemy and bring to their remembrance the the things we've talked about the last few weeks, how time and technique and tone play a pivotal role in addition to are they speaking the truth. We thank you for it. We give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.